1: What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. I found Jennifer today. So Jennifer Garrett is an an army officer. She's an author. She's the host of Move the Ball podcast. She is an internationally recognized branding expert and creator of Move the Ball movement who currently works with executives and professional athletes on creating powerful brands and using those brands to move the ball in business. You like that, right? I love that, Jen. I love that. How are you? Welcome to Straight Talk. Thank you so much for having me. And
0: I love your energy. It's great. It's infectious, for sure. Oh,
1: good. I have a lot of it. So take some, Jen. It's my ADHD. Take it. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I have a really freaking awesome audience. Like they are always like um, emailing and DMing and like, you know, all that great stuff. They're amazing. So I know that they love to find out who you are. So let's start there. Jen, I know this is a little question, but who are you, Jen? Who are you?
0: Yeah, so I like to think of myself as someone that helps others to move the ball. That's why I have the Move the Ball movement, which you mentioned that I created. I and so my, my background, I was in Fortune 50 companies, always thought I was going to be a big company corporate girl. And then that all changed about five years ago, six years ago. My dad passed away very unexpectedly. And when you lose A family member or someone you're close to, it makes you pause and rethink, like, what am I doing with my life? What's my purpose? And so I I did some, I don't want to say soul searching, but I did some thinking and reflecting and looking at what is the legacy that I want to leave behind? Because I had been building all of these bullet points from my resume, which were great, but what I realized when my dad passed was the world's going to keep moving, whether you're in yeah. it or not. And all of those bullets for that resume, no one was going to care about that when it was my turn to go. So what was the thing that mm. I was going to leave behind? And so I had published my Move the Ball book and I would started this movement and people had gotten behind this notion of I just got to move the ball forward. Every single day. And so I thought that's the thing, that's the legacy. And so I walked away as a single parent of five. It's kind of a big deal to leave your corporate job that was a good paying job, a little bit, bit. to to, to go all in on this movement. And I left on what would have been my dad's birthday. So there was no better day to make that bold move. Um, And so what I do today is I work with corporate professionals and athletes on their brands, like you mentioned earlier. So it's really about how. Do you position your brand in a way to attract the opportunities you want whether you're a corporate person looking to climb the ladder or you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your company and drive revenue growth or you're a pro athlete that's looking to find other opportunities outside of your professional career because that sports career isn't going to last forever
1: yeah yeah so let's dig into that like where did the you know the um working with pro athletes come in like was that something that you were always into um is working with athletes or was that How did that come about? Yeah, no, is the answer to that. And I never thought that I
0: would be because I didn't know anybody in that industry. I grew up a sports girl growing up in Chicago. I was a Chicago Bears fan as a kid. Chicago Bulls, Cubs, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. But because I never knew anybody in that space, I never thought I would be in the industry. And today is so great with technology because it allows you to connect with pretty much anyone on the planet yeah. and you know, create opportunities that you might not have been able to. To do as easily 10 20 years ago you can't just look up the yellow pages write someone's name yeah. and call them it's a little bit different today with twitter linkedin instagram like you can literally reach out to anybody or almost anyone and who knows if they'll connect but that's really what helped me was technology to connect with people build a network and that took a lot of time and energy and effort but and it was hard to break into sports but once i did it was i was very fortunate to have people that put their name out for me and really helped open doors but i never thought i would be in this space and i love it being a sports girl
1: yeah, that's good, you know. And I, I want people who to really listen too because there's a couple of really important things that you pointed at, even in the beginning. First of all, sorry about the loss of your dad. I know that it's always hard when you lose someone really close to you, right? And it, it, it almost feels like it was yesterday, even though it's been five years, 10 years, whatever, you know? Right. Um I am proud of you though for for taking the moment to pause and also just shifting like into Mm -hmm. what you really wanted to do. That's scary. So on top of it being scary, you you have five kids, right? Yes. I'm sure that was extremely scary for you. So I want to talk a little bit about that, if you're open to that Mm -hmm. and just kind of like, you know, how did you get through the fear? How did you get through those moments? And the reason I'm asking that question is because I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show. And, um, you know, I love giving them some tools or tips that they can actually, you know, implement in their life, right? So what were those moments for you? What did that look like? How did you get through them? Yeah, well, first,
0: I will say it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done was walk away from that job. And it wasn't easy. I mean, I had a date and that date came and I was like, ah, no, not ready just yet. Let's push it out a month. And I kept pushing it back because it is a difficult decision to give up everything that you know, especially when you are the breadwinner, too, right? To walk into the land of uncertainty and roller coaster rides of entrepreneurship. But I was ready. I, I had spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I think you have to be in the right mental state. Like there's yeah. never going to be the perfect time, right. but I was conditioning my mindset to be like, okay, we're going to do this. And so it's just a matter of, you know, I delayed it a little bit, but then when I jumped day one, it was like, okay, I'm ready to go. I had a plan. It's important to have a plan. However, Good. we know that that plan is oftentimes going to go out the window and you're going to pivot. Right. But I had, I had done the homework to be ready to make the move. And that was November 5th, 2019, which was right before COVID. So there was quite yeah. a bit of pivot, you know, very soon <laughs> into the new year.
1: Yeah, there sure was. Right. I mean, I guess also, I mean, COVID did have its gifts. I think one of the gifts was the fact that more people were online. So people who were a little bit unreachable at some point, you know, Mm -hmm. because the whole world shut down, they became a little bit more reachable. You know, a yes. little bit more tangible, which was actually a, I, I call it the gift of COVID because it it blew up my podcast. It like made me c- connect with people I never thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that space, it's been amazing, right? Um, did you how did you start with Move the Ball from the beginning, or was that something that started to develop throughout your journey?
0: Yeah. So that was already there because I had written that book in 2013. I published a second edition in 2018. So as social media became more and more popular, I was out there promoting things and people had gravitated, like I said, to this concept of moving the ball forward. So what they were doing was they were posting stories online about how they had moved the ball today. And they would hashtag move the ball. They would tag me. And I was like, that's a thing. Like that's what people are getting. But cause move the ball, the book was a book about football and how you could use those lessons to be successful. But I never really thought that anyone would gravitate towards like adopting it as a way of life. Right. That's and so awesome. when I when I saw that happen, I knew like this was the thing because people would call me up and they'd be like, Hey, Jen, I heard someone say move the ball today. And I thought of you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that became synonymous with me. And so I just knew that was the brand. So no, it was there for a number of years before I made the leap.
1: Well, then, then break that down for us. Then what is move the ball, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I know that you just said that it was about football at the time mm-hmm. and the strategies that they use in football. I don't know sports too much, but, um, I, but in any game, right, you have your wins, you have your losses, you have your yes. backing, you have your forwards, right? You have, yeah. you know, you have, you, you fumble, you, you let go of the ball, you pick it up. So talk right. to me about What move the ball is? What is this movement? What was the book about? That kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So the book, I took very specific football terminology and I translated that into how you can be successful. For example, in football, teams try to get a first down when they have the ball so they can move it forward and then eventually get close enough to kick a field goal, score a touchdown, whatever. Right. And so the first down concept in our own lives is about trying to get to those shorter, milestones to your big goals so you've got a big goal what happens is sometimes that feels overwhelming and when you feel overwhelmed and stressed you don't do anything because it's too it's too big so if you break it down into first down markers, milestones, and you focus on those smaller chunks, it makes it easier to get to the goal line, right? And so like, for example, if you want to lose 100 pounds, you don't think about, oh my gosh, I have to lose 100 pounds. I'm never going to get there. You think, okay, this quarter or this month, I want to focus on five or 10 or 15 pounds. You work on what you need to to do that. You hit that, you're excited, right? Because you hit that goal, you're motivated to continue, you celebrate That achievement as well. So you take credit for that and it gives you extra motivation to continue forward. And so that's just one example of using a football specific term Mm -hmm. to apply off the field to be successful. So that was the book. What happened was people started taking this uh, mentality of the competitive athlete mindset. And adopting it, whether they knew football or not, move the ball was not about football anymore. It was about adopting that mentality and that approach to any situation, anything you're doing, no matter what happens every single day. You just need to focus on moving the ball a foot, an inch, a yard. You get a first down or a touchdown, great, but you just got to keep it moving.
1: Yeah, that's really, really a fantastic concept. And I see why, you know, like pro athletes would even relate to that, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're speaking their language, but also speaking to them, not just about sports, but about their life and how to move their life forward. So now my brain, of course, always um, gets very curious. So um, when you're writing about moving the ball, are you also talking about Um, like a team aspect, like having the right setups around you, the right people around you, kind of like, you know, everything takes a village, right? We we can't do everything alone. Do you mention that those kind of things as well? Like, does that concept relate to that?
0: Absolutely. It takes a team to move the ball, as I say. So in the Move the Ball book, there were two chapters. One was called Are You With Me? One was called Drop the Deadweight. Are You With Me is about knowing who is with you on your team, Drop the dead weight is about making those tough decisions and removing people that should not be there, either permanently or on a temporary basis. When I say temporary, what I mean is some people we still value, but they're not helping us with regards to a specific goal. So maybe you don't talk to them about that yeah. or ask for their advice because it's not yeah. productive, but you're not ready to cut ties with them. So those two chapters talk about how you deal with teammates and maybe making some changes. Uh, you know, that I have another book that was recently released called dominate yeah. the game. So move the balls all about just keep it moving every single day. Dominate the game is more like let's elevate now. Yeah. So we want to keep it moving, but we really want to crush it and dominate and, you know, be the master of whatever it is that we're looking to do. And so in there there's a chapter called Get Inside the Huddle, which talks about the right people that you need to have on your team. So mm-hmm, it's not just mm-hmm. about thinking about the team. It's about, okay, who are the critical players that I need to have so that I can dominate?
1: That is so good. Girl. Thank <laughs> you. I, don't know, I don't know sports, Jen, but you speak speaking <laughs> my language right yes. now. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so when uh, when you're talking to, let's say, a a new entrepreneur coming to you, right. Mm -hmm. And wants to get started or doesn't even know how to get started. You know, what are kind of like the first steps you tell someone or tell my audience right now and how they can start looking at moving the ball. Because a lot of people, especially now, at least the more conversations I'm having, people do feel stuck, right? Mm -hmm. They do feel stagnant. That is happening. It's a thing. You know, I was speaking to someone, um, a couple months ago, and she was saying, I, I feel like I'm slowly drinking poison. And I'm stuck here. I'm like, wow, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to say that to yourself, right to feel that and be that. So right. if you had to talk to your client right now, or your, you know, first timer coming to you, what would you suggest is the first thing to even move the ball? What What would be the first thing you think?
0: Sure. So this is not anything profound. It's very basic, but so many people get this wrong. It's really that clarity. Like, what is it that you want to do? Who do you want to serve? Knowing your customer base, your audience, and then being clear on what are the goals? What are you looking to achieve for Mm, that mm, audience? Right. And so mm. it it seems so simple, but people don't take the time to really figure that out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first step. And even in so in move the ball, there's a chapter called "What Does It Mean to Win," which is really about that whole clarity exercise and knowing where you want to go. In dominate the game, it's called "What Color" or "What Jersey Are You Wearing?" And so it's kind of a um, or "What Color Is Your Jersey?" And it's kind of a playoff of the "What Color Is Your Parachute" um, mm-hmm. book. And so I was like, oh, "I'm gonna do something for a title," but it's all about understanding who you are, being very clear on your values for one and your priorities, but then also as a business owner or a career person, like knowing where, where do you want to go? Because how can you know if you're moving the ball
1: forward, if you don't know where you're trying to go? That's good. And you know what, Jen, you're right. I, you know, I think because uh, you and I have been in the game for a little bit, you know, we, we kind of know this step, right. But Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, years ago, I did not know this step right? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just thought, Oh, I want to help everyone, everyone. Yeah. I just, You know, and then you realize, yeah, yeah what my son used to say is a uh, mom, when you're trying to be everything to everybody, you become nothing to nobody. Correct. Right. And I'm like, Okay, all right, Nina needs to figure this out. because Her own kid knows that and I didn't, you know, right. but mm-hmm. I mean, what you're talking about is real stuff, right? So talk to me about um, who you work with now. I know you said you work with some professional athletes. Do you work with um, like companies or do you work with individuals or how do you how do you structure your business
0: yeah so i work mostly with individuals i do do um, some corporate consulting if people ask me and we explore if that makes sense um because that's what i actually was going to do when i first left was corporate consulting because of covid i pivoted because back then no corporation was looking at hiring consultants right. they were that's trying true. to keep their doors open their employees safe right that's and not right. go out of business so i right. started working with with individuals 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 and pro athletes on their brand started off with corporate professionals job seekers who were in during the time of covid people were unsure if they were going to have a job or they had already been let go. So it was a very stressful time for a lot of people. And one of the things that I do very well is I know how to brand people, use the right words, coach them on how do you sell yourself to get the opportunities that you're looking for. Most of the people that I work with in the corporate space are mid to senior level professionals because the higher you go or the further you are in your career, the competition is greater because everybody's good. Right. And so it's not there's a thousand people applying for a job, but the 100 that might be applying, they all have great backgrounds, too. So how do you differentiate yourself so that you get to an interview when you get to an interview? What do you say? How do you get them hooked on you so that they want to continue the conversation and hopefully extend an offer for that role? So that's what I do with corporate People Um, And then on the pro athlete side, it's really, again, about positioning their brand. So they're not looking for a job, but they, as many, and I work with mostly NFL guys, as they know that career is very short lived. So they, more of them are thinking about business opportunities while they're still in the league. So -hmm. that way, when they're done, they're not struggling to find themselves. And, you know, they've created other streams of income for themselves.
1: I think that's so smart too. Right. Because it sets them up to win. You know, uh, I think, you know, most of them, I I, don't know, I could just speak for the ones I've known um, that, you know, when they have their mind on getting to, to being the NFL player or the NBA or whatever, that is the goal. Like that mm-hmm. is the goal. Right. And so once they're there, it is super smart, Jen, to have somebody like you on their side to help them pivot and see that after that, there's something else, right? Yes. Because yeah, just like the the pro player, it's the same with that big corporate person, the C-suite person, whatever that is. If they don't see outside of that role, that is a really tough place to be when right. everything you have is just that thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Talk to me about your new book though, because that just came out. So tell me about that.
0: Yes, yeah, so it was released on Veterans Day, um, November 11th, so 11. So 1111. I like to have numbers that have meaning or some significance. So 1111. Awesome. 11, it was called "Dominate the Game: How Life Changes When You Show Up," and it's all about how you suit up and how you show up to life to not only move the ball but to dominate. The game, And the reason I use those words, suit up and show up, is because on my podcast, Move the Ball, I always end every show saying, until next time, make sure you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. So from a branding standpoint, for those entrepreneurs out there, you want to be consistent and integrate yeah. your messages and tie everything together. And so the book is structured in three parts. There's a suit up section, which is all about the mental preparation and the physical preparation to be able to be productive and efficient every day, every week, every month. Uh, The show up is how you show up every day. Mm -hmm. We know how you show up matters, right? And if you do those things, you should move the ball and dominate when done right. So that's kind of what the book is about. I'm a sports girl. So there's all kinds of sports references in whatever I write about, but with dominate the game, Um, Because move the ball, the movement evolved from being just about football. Dominate the game isn't as football heavy. There's a lot of stories that Mm -hmm. might reference football examples. But in terms of heavy football terminology, it's very, very light. It just uses a whole uh, wide cross section of different examples and stories and themes.
1: That's awesome. That book sounds amazing actually. I I could relate to it even though again I don't do sports but I I understand everything you're saying and all that mm-hmm. terminology, right? So what do you do Jen in your life to move the ball? Because it's you know it 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 gets tough for us too, right? As entrepreneurs, yes. as you know, people with families. I mean, we're human beings, right? So right. how do you how do you get yourself to to move the ball and move forward?
0: Sure, well it starts with being connected to my wire. Like I left a great paying job to go focus on this brand. And as any entrepreneurial venture will be, there's ups and downs and the highs are great. The lows are not so great. Right. But when you stay connected to your purpose, it's easy and you love what you do, then it's easy to go through the, you know, the valleys and, and, and the hills and, and, yeah. be excited to get up every day and you know attack the day and and move the ball um i think too for me from a, a tactical standpoint i am very much a planner and so every week on sundays i plan out my week and i look at okay i know what i want to do each week in terms of the goal right so i've got that clarity and then i make sure that the things that i put on my calendar Align with those things. And I say no to things that aren't the priority. That doesn't mean I'm never going to get to it, but it's not the priority this week. And the reason this is important is because it helps to reduce stress. Because we all have so many mm-hmm. things that we're juggling, and there's many more things to do than there are hours in the day. So you have yeah. to plan and prioritize. And when you condition your mind to think i'm going to worry about these other tasks next week or in two weeks then it helps to reduce the stress that you have because you don't feel as overwhelmed you know you're going to take care of it some other time so you can focus and show up and be present for the things that you plan to do each and every day the other thing i do is i think it's important to take a time out right Mm. and for a number of reasons one your health mental health physical health like i schedule into my week time to work out time for just to veg to just relax because that is so important like there's there's two schools of thought one is like hustle and grind till you're gonna drop dead and there's the other school of thought which is be more productive with your time and you don't have to work as many hours in the day and that's how i choose to to subscribe to my um my philosophies is focused on that, right? It's not about, did I work eight hours or 12 hours today or 16 and, you know, whatever. It's about what did I do in the time that I said I was going to work and did I focus on the right things?
1: Right, yeah, that's really good. Thank you for that. Um, because, you know, I think, you know, as as, as entrepreneurs or, or people who are out here really trying to impact the lives of others, I always try to um, ask my guests that question because I know that the people who are listening are also struggling. And I mm-hmm. think, or, or or at least not struggling, but go through highs and lows. Like you said, you know, the highs are highs, the lows can be lows, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always good for people to hear strategies that maybe you go through that they go, wait a minute, I didn't think of that. Maybe right. I do need to rest and it doesn't have to be grinding all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. And that's the ahas that I like to give people because we are all sometimes we we can't see our peripheral. We'll just go in, going, you know, mm-hmm. so it's good to have that view right? So Jen, tell me what's going on with what you're looking forward to. Like, what, what are you thinking about uh, building your brand out to? What do you, what do you want to do? What What's the future hold?
0: Yeah. So the, the trend in the space is to do a lot more online work, you know, courses and things like that. I've had some courses in the past, but I I've been, this is December. So I'm thinking about 2023 and what I want to do. And for me it's about okay what are the things that are going to help me to have a larger impact mm-hmm. right and so by putting more digital content out there that allows me to have a greater reach I and mean, you mentioned you know with with covid people were at home and it was easier to reach more people because they're online you know the trend is going to a lot of businesses are offering more online services yeah. and so so my plan is to do some coursework around career elevation and so again that branding but putting so in good. a course so that way people can consume it on their own and and to be honest too or transparent not everybody wants to pay the fees that I charge because, for whatever reason, they don't see it as a, a, a big enough investment that they want to invest those funds, or they don't have it. So, by offering another product that allows you to still get the knowledge, but I'm not the one hands on doing it, and it's a different price point, that allows you to connect with more people too. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you also have your books as well, which right. you know they can they can at least start with, right? Because right. I think that you know at least for me in the beginning, I had a very, a, a smaller way of thinking where I really didn't invest in myself too much. You know, I invested mm-hmm. in other things, my kids, my, nice. my husband, my home, but it, when it came to me, I was like, ah, maybe not. Right. And right. so I, until I started reading and as I started mm-hmm. reading even more and reading like uh self-help books and books that really started to expand my knowledge, I realized, wait a minute, these books are great, but I need a human Right. Mm-hmm. So I started to invest in coaches. Right. Right. And that had really transformed my whole life, my business, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. I think I think that's a great idea. I think for you to reach an audience that maybe can't work with you right now or just doesn't realize the value just yet. Correct. You know? Yeah. Until they start to like read and hear and see what it is you're putting out on the table. Then they're going to be like, OK, wait, if she wrote a book like this or if she did a course like this, I need her. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And it's really allowing people
0: to get a taste. Right. And yeah. can we know that people do business with people they know, like and trust. And so right. if you can provide other content that's of value then. And they realize that, hey, you know what, maybe I, this is an investment I need to make. Then they may want to do other things with you as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think what you're doing is great. I mean, I love uh, just the concept of your books alone, I think can bring so much wisdom and knowledge to leadership teams, especially, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm a leader, I'm a, I'm a director. And the thing is, is like just hearing you talk, I'm like, you know, this would be good for a, um, a leadership class, Mm -hmm. a management course, you know what I'm saying? Like to teach managers how to be managers or, or at least to show up well, you know right. mm-hmm. um so so that they can move the ball in their teams right um and i think that that's that's happening right now and you probably see this a lot jen that um leadership management companies are shifting it's not the same you Correct. know it mm-hmm. is very different out there <laughs> it's right. very different right so um if somebody wants to work with you hire you um all of that stuff even like your podcast all that give us all of that that my team can, or my team, see now. Now you got me speaking like a sports person. <laughs> that the the audience of uh, can actually reach out to you and and um, get more of Jen.
0: For sure, yes. Yeah. So if you want to listen to Move the Ball podcast, it's on all the major podcasts. Platforms And so, you know, just Google move the ball and you should find it. Um, I have a link tree that has, that's the easiest because it's got all my stuff there. And so yeah. if you just do link tree um, slash move the ball, you'll find my podcast, you'll find the books, you'll find, uh, you can book a call with me. Um, you awesome. can always reach out on LinkedIn as well. I, I have my settings so that you can send me a message. You don't need an email credit or anything. So I love people reaching out. I love to serve and bring value. So even if you just want to have a chat or, you know, want to ask a question, I'm always happy to to chat. So yeah, just reach out.
1: Awesome. Now you are currently still taking clients and all of that, right? Yes,
0: I am. And okay. one other thing I will mention, yeah. because you talked about leadership teams, is I've been talking with companies about purchasing Dominate the Game um, as a personal growth and development read yeah. for some of their employees. So if anyone is interested, I do have a, a preview kit, a marketing kit of the book that has more details. So you know, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to send it to anyone.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to reach out to send send it to me, Jen. Send it to me. Okay, I have a team and I, you know, I think that it would be really a great idea. I can show it to my COO and stuff like that and see if this is something that they would be interested in because I, I mean, my, my, uh, organization is amazing. They're always trying to invest in us. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you find people that, you know, can help you to have the, the, The all the different departments come as a team together in the organization and move it forward. That is powerful. You could do a lot with that, right? Absolutely. You can really do Mm -hmm. a lot. Thank you so much, Jen. This was so good. And you left so many great nuggets on the table. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for being on. Oh well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And I promised you 30 minutes. So we're gonna go ahead. It's 30 minutes. See that? (laughs) i'm trying jen i'm trying trying, <laughs> trying, to, trying to move the ball forward yes and finish it awesome guys thank you for hanging out with us i told you you would love her i'll make sure to link all of jen's info below like she said though her link tree slash move the ball is probably the best place to go but make sure you guys reach out like really i know that a lot of you are entrepreneurs and a lot of you are leaders and really great organizations what a best way, what a best way to, to like get your team together and like really move the ball. And the best part is, is that you can actually use the sport analogies, right? To help the, to help everybody in your team. Think about that. Think about what it means to work together as a team. Like right now, the world cup is like the thing, right? Everybody's watching the world cup. Um, and so, you know what? let's move the ball together. Let's do it with Jen. Make sure you guys reach out to her. You guys are freaking awesome. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay, I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winjet.com slash register w i n j e c t.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugareddit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.